the dome ladies and gentlemen i am your host matt z and first and foremost i just want to say thank you to all you beautiful humans out there who are tuning into today's episode and with that being said on today's episode i have a flat earther join me today and his name is flat earth dave the host of the flat earth podcast and yes that is a lot of flat earth but i can guarantee you you will not be let down by today's episode i had an absolute blast recording this episode first and foremost and i'm sad that we ran out of time the two of us as i could have kept asking questions until the sun went down thank you so much flat earth dave for coming on the podcast off the dome i had a blast and half with you and i really appreciate having this healthy debate where we present each other's perspectives and i hope we can do this again sometime in the future because it was it was fun can't even lie about that um at the end of the day though in each other's worlds we are both crazy so i think we'll just leave it at that but everybody please put your hands together for the mythical flatter dave enjoy everybody Welcome, Flat Earth Dave, the host of the Flat Earth Podcast. Great to see you on this. Been looking forward to this. I'm super excited to sit down and Matt. And uh, your, the name of your podcast is Off the Dome, but you believe the Earth is a spinning globe. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna guess you believe the Earth is flat. No, no, none true. I know it's not a globe. What do you? What? What? Uh, what? Just dive right into it, because why not? What? Uh, type of object do you think we live on i think we live on a flat immovable stationary plane highs and lows mountains and valleys and everything but water shows that the earth is level large bodies of water at rest lay flat testably scientifically provably flat and uh, that's something we're going to talk about something we can look Mm -hmm. into but here's the thing Globe earthers have misconceptions of what flat earthers believe. Globe earthers, I said, you know what? I heard about this flat earth. Let me Google flat earth. And boom, they Google flat earth. They get this. This is yeah. not what flat earth is. This mm-hmm. no flat earther even conceives of anything like this, right? This is what globers, globe earthers think flat earth is. So what is flat earth? Well, the world that we live in, the world that we can explore is clearly not moving, not spinning like they tell us and flat so where do we live we live in what i call the world pond right a pond is a body of water that has a container that's the land that's around the pond that's higher than the level level of the pond right lower one side of the pond what happens the water is going to find its next level right so what is the container of our world the container of our world is the shoreline of our world pond and that is antarctica They tell us Antarctica is a continent at the bottom of the world, of the ball. They tell us it's the highest land on Earth. At least they tell us something true. But the truth is, Antarctica is bigger than the rest of the world combined. Mm -hmm. It's unexplorable because it's off limits, right? In 1959, they came up with the Antarctic Treaty. And uh, 12 nations signed on. Now another 50, whatever. Now there's like 50, like everyone signed on. Basically saying... No, no one is allowed to explore Antarctica. You can't even question the treaty until the year 2041. Mm-hmm. No treaty has ever lasted that long, mm-hmm. but this one goes uncontested. Antarctic Treaty, um, you can look it up, and then, uh, then you go from there. Mm-hmm. Back to you. 
Interesting. So I was going to ask, uh, so with the whole Antarctica, um, so your belief is that nobody has traveled to Antarctica and they are not allowed to go to there? Is that um, correct? No, no, not, not, not quite. Okay. Um, you can, you can go, you can take a guided tour to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. They'll, uh, they'll take you to this peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull up my image again. Uh, they'll take you, where did it go? I just lost Antarctica. Um, they'll take you just to the little peninsula that sticks out off of Santiago. They'll show you some penguins, which, which may not even be indigenous to Antarctica. And they'll show you um, icebergs, but you're not allowed to explore the outer lands at mm. all. So, you know, it's very, very restricted. And anybody that tries to go there is turned around by force. And we have videos of um, some fishermen that tried to go towards Antarctica, and they were stopped by a Navy mm. destroyer told to leave immediately when you go to antarctica they take you here gigantic because it's bigger than you know some countries mm-hmm. um but you're not allowed to go out here what's out here are we under a dome is there more land are there more continents mm-hmm. are there more oceans we don't know interesting okay well actually i kind of want to backtrack a bit and pardon my understanding is i want to see like the journey you've taken to come to this um belief that you have of the flat earth um so like where did this journey start for you essentially and what was the building blocks to which led to you believe which led to you believe the perspective you believe nowadays good 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 question i was doing um a podcast about conspiracies you know uh, you know and I, i hate using that word but about deceptions in the world and um people started sending me flutter stuff and i ignored it um hold on one second um all right sorry about that i just had to quickly respond to something important yeah no worries um so i um was forced to look into it reluctantly and i went in with a closed mind hey you know i'm just going to prove you morons wrong you know Mm -hmm. everyone knows the earth is a globe we learned it two thousand years ago and uh i found out everything i thought about the globe every proof that i thought i had is untrue you know, Bill Nye, the lying guy with the bow tie, says when a boat goes over the curve of a ball, you can't you lose it from the bottom up. He's absolutely right. Unfortunately, we don't live in Narnia on a ball, right? We live on a flat plane, and there's reasons that things disappear from the bottom up, not going over a physical ball. For example, on a uh, if we live on a on a ball, like they tell us, you know how um the circumference of our globe ball is? How big is it? Yeah, what's the circumference? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. So this is the point. And by the way, don't feel bad. Yeah. I didn't know any of the questions I'm going to ask you when I first got into this. Yeah. Right. But I defended the globe with just assumed proofs. And I knew none of the details. So it's 24,901 miles around. If you use globe math, a six foot tall person standing at the edge of the water should see a physical horizon no farther than three miles away. No, because of the curve. The water's going to drop below my eyesight. You, you said 30 miles, correct? Three. At three miles, this is globe math. At three miles, the drop is six feet. Mm-hmm. So if I'm six feet tall, I'm only going to see an edge, a physical edge, three miles away. And then anything, any water beyond that will be below that physical horizon. You understand? Mm. And the yeah. problem is we can see much farther than that. That's why you just said, no, no, you mean 30 miles. 30 miles, it's a mu- it's much, much deep. There's hundreds of feet of curvature, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when something is, you know, 
when something is farther than that, you should not be able to see it unless you believe it's magically refracting up to eye level and, you know, mm-hmm. then you see it. Um, but we can zoom in, you know, today's consumer optics have made it so we can see too far. Like, for example, do you see a boat out here? No, I do not. No. But as I zoom in and increase the angular size, a boat shows up. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? And so perspective, things get smaller. Now, as I zoom out, we know that this thing is in view, a straight line from me. And as I zoom out, it starts to disappear from the bottom up. And there's a couple of reasons for that. The, the little waves in the foreground block it. Like my finger cannot block my chin to my nose unless it's closer to you. And then it could block the whole bottom of my face. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is just showing that things disappear because of angular resolution. Right? Here's another example. Right here, we got a camera level at the top of the table. And as we zoom in, increasing the angular size, all of a sudden you can see this, we'll call it a boat. We can see it. Mm-hmm. And as I zoom out, it's angular size, the reflection from the table, the miraging, make it disappear. But if I lift up, I can now see farther than that thing. Right? So people go, well, on a ball, if you go up higher, you can see farther over the ball. Same thing on a flat earth. If I stack three more boats on top of that, Oh, when I'm zoomed out, you'd see the top three, but you wouldn't see the bottom one. And if I dragged it farther away, the next one would disappear. It disappears from the bottom up. These are things that they don't teach you about your eyes in school. Hmm, interesting. So I know to add on to this, I know I think from this example right there, I think one of the ex- examples or reasons why this would happen, I think was due to the lack of resolution in our eyes is our eyes aren't able to pick up that small, minute uh, bump or object oh. in the uh, distance but We're I on the as same well page. too yeah i agree with that um but as well too is i think what's really important as well too is when you do look out at the ocean and i think you mentioned this about the water as well too how you said the water's per, uh, flat right but i think a better way to explain that is the water is perpendicular to the um the globe or in your case the flat earth itself correct is that something that you might agree with um i'm not exactly sure what you're saying other than you know you're you're saying that any point of the water the flatness of the water is perpendicular to the center point of the earth correct gravity yes. okay correct yes so, so so you should be able to see um curvature physical curvature and we never can we've tested it with lasers with mirror flashes with um radar and stuff. So, for example, here is a spot in Alusia, France, where it's a famous viewing spot over the water because out here is Mount Canigou, which is 175 miles away. Mm-hmm. Now, Globe Math, calculating the height of the observer and the distance, says that the top of Mount Canigou should be a mile below the physical curve. But two times a year, when the sun is migrating in between its two um, tropics, it line, the sun lines up with the viewer. Now, you can't see Mount Canigou at night if it was in view because there's no light coming off of it. The light bouncing off of it from the sun isn't strong enough to push through the thickness of the atmosphere. Just like you can't see the far end under the wall at the, under a pool, even if the water's clean on the far end because just the density of, the, of, the, of the, what you're looking through. So two times a year, the sun gets right in line with Mount Canigou and it backlights it. 
And right here, the top of Mount Kanagoo should be a mile below the curve, but it's not. It's right there. We can see too far. Our consumer day optics have blown away their nonsense. And the mm -hmm. only answer that you can say is this is the refracted image. Well, how is the refracted image blocking the actual sun? It's right there. It's clear. We see in straight lines, things get too small to see. But when mm -hmm. you zoom in on them, they come back into view. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I don't necessarily have an ex explanation for that. I understand the concept of a mirage. I do. And how, how I know there's a picture of the Chicago skyline from 60 yeah. miles away. Yeah. And you can see it. And according to quote unquote curved science, yeah, you shouldn't be able to see it. But because of the ability of the water to refract light itself, you're able to see that. And I know so, for myself, I do understand that. I do not scientifically know how to disprove this right. yourself, right? So there. let's talk but about. I do, I, I do have a question though about say the sun itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, how? <clears> so do, by the way, so do I. Okay. Um, but before before you ask the question, yeah. don't forget the question, Chicago. Now, mirages are a real thing, but they're wavy and they change with atmospheric conditions. Mm -hmm. And uh, they yeah, you can see it on the road when you're driving on a hot day. Yeah, well, that, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, and, and mm -hmm. then there's, there's Fata Morgana, you know, mirages, but it's upside down. Um, but we have a time lapse of Chicago that goes over 24 hours, right? Day and night, changing temperatures, changing humidity, changing everything, and it's still there and it never moves. We've also gotten on a boat. Put a camera on the mirage that, sh that we shouldn't be able to see, the city, and we drove the boat watching the camera with the whole time. And when does the mirage turn into the real thing? It never, we never lost sight of it. Mm -hmm. So that right there proves that it's not a mirage. We were told by that famous weatherman, you know, oh, it's a mirage because, it, you know, it, it, it's not there. You're actually seeing a mirage. And he explains how mirages work, and it's mm -hmm. half, half, half right. Um, but we've proven that wrong by taking the distance what, driving a question but what is what is the distance that we can see now through say the earth is flat and i'm standing on a completely flat surface how far can i see um without any interruptions to any landscape changes or buildings or objects that may be in well, my way would well, i be it, able it, to see all the way across because in theory if it's flat i should be able to see across because if i look up in the skylight there's nothing obstructing my way i'm able to shoot or I'm able to get the light from up in the sky directly straight into my eyes with no obstruction from right. my but you millions don't... of miles away. How well, come well, I cannot on. see yeah, yeah. Uh, so an well, object well, from, say, 300 miles away if it's not obstructed? I'm going to explain that very easily. And, and, and your, uh, your comment that they're millions of miles away, that's something that uh, scientism has told you. You don't know that these lights that you're seeing in the sky are millions of miles away, and I could actually prove that they're not. I can't prove how far they are. Yeah. I can't prove how big they are, but I can prove they're not what you're seeing. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll touch Come on that. that. I'm looking for, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so imagine you're in a, in a big swimming pool, Olympic sized swimming pool. You're at one end and you go under the water and you look toward, and I drew um, a paint, uh, I don't know, a big smiley face mm -hmm. on the wall yeah. underwater. You can't see it. Why can't you water. see it? Through you the can't water. see it. But as you swim towards it, it'll come into view, right? How, how far away? Um, a 50 yard pool. You can't see it in a 20-yard pool. Trust me. I'm a swimmer. I know. Perfectly <laughs> clear water. You can't see the other end. Now, maybe yeah, if there was a light that. on the yeah. other end, you could see the light because the light can push through. But the thickness of the air, just like here, okay, these, these mountains are all the same colors. This is the same color, same, mm -hmm. same, same, same. But the air just becomes more and more dense, and then it turns into sky. There's more mountains out here. 
But if you're in the pool and you're only a foot under the water and you look up, you can see the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just farther away than the other end of the pool. Supposedly. But depending on what size mm-hmm. room you're in, of course. And that's because you're looking through less density, right? Mm-hmm. Less density. When you're looking up, you know, our atmosphere uh, is very thin, but when you're looking down, right? And the way I, the way I look at it is get, um, get a tray, get a cookie sheet or whatever, um, you know, something to put like a three, two or three inches of water in it and put a, a ruler upright, a one-foot ruler. Yeah. You stick it in, you're looking straight up, there's three inches of water. The ruler's under three inches of water. I put it over to 45 degrees, maybe like four inches of the rulers in the water. I put it down a little farther, all of a sudden, 11 inches in the water, and a little farther, the whole thing's under, under, underwater. So the question to you is, how far can we see? Depends on atmospheric conditions. It depends on the height that you're at. Um, can I see New York City from where I am in Connecticut? Yes, but the bottoms of the buildings are missing a little bit, okay? And that's not due to curvature. That has to do with the same reason um, that the boat disappeared, but also another reason, over distance. Things get compressed. This building, you can't see the bottom floors. Now, a glober would say it's over the curve. But notice that these porches or these terraces, they're all the same height. But what's happening here? We're getting what's called atmospheric compression. And they literally compress so you can't see them anymore. You zoom in a little farther, maybe you can see them. But it becomes a point where you can't see them. The wave front edge hides, hides things. Like this boat. You can't see the deck, the back deck. It's un- it looks like it's underwater, right? And if yeah. that boat was all the way out here behind this little wave right here, the half the boat would be missing. Because mm-hmm. the boat would be smaller. This wave might not be all the way at the horizon. And then a glober would say, oh, it's because it's behind a curve. No, it's just behind a wave. It's just mm-hmm. behind, you know, we're losing its angular size. Interesting. That's, that's an interesting fact I did not know. And it does explain why you may not be able to see something if it's above the horizon or above the, in my perspective, the curvature of the earth. Um, but I do want to kind of switch gears and go back to the sun. I know we are going to talk about that a bit. Um, so how does, for starters, how does the sun and moon rotate around the um, flat earth? So how, or what, what's the motion? So yeah, like the, both, I guess. Yeah. Like how, so, how would you explain it? So here's the motion that we see, and they just happen to be opposed to each other. They're not always opposed to each other. Um, they circle around. Let's talk about. Let me let me share my screen. Actually, um, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. I'm going to show you. Uh, my, the, this is my app. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Block Cap. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so let let's just talk about the motions. Then we'll talk about what the sun might be, where it is. Okay. So the sun goes around. Let me speed it up. And um, it goes around once every 24 hours. And as you see, it's gaining distance on the moon because it's going a little faster than the moon. Mm-hmm. And after 28 times around, it will lap the moon. So the moon, as it's getting farther away from it, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is changing its phases. And when it's opposed to it, you'll have a full moon, and then it'll start waning as it comes back. So a lunar month is 28 days, give mm-hmm. or take, you know, whatever, a couple hours, whatever it is. Yeah. So. So the sun keeps track of the hours and the days. The, the moon cre- keeps track of the weeks and the months. And if I turn on the stars, the stars are going in the same direction. No matter where you are on Earth, the sun, moon, and stars rise in the east and set in the west. Clockwise, counterclockwise, nonsense. They all come from the east 
and go to the West, no matter where you are, because they're circling over the Earth. So the stars, by the way, will lap the sun once a year. So the sun will slowly drift um, from constellation to constellation for about a month in each constellation. So the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. So let's just uh, go a little farther. So right now it's November 9th. I'm going to jump forward to December. And December is our winter solstice. Where are you located? What state? Uh, I live in Canada, actually. Surprise, surprise. All right. So it's cold. You know why it's cold? cold? Look how far away the sun is Canada. Look, it's Mm. all the way out here. But guess what? It's over South America, Central Central America, and it's going to go right over Australia. They're going to have their summer because the sun is over them. You ever been out on a long street, a long straight street where you have street lights? Yes. Okay. Imagine the, the you're standing under a light. That's your summer sun. Unfortunately, it's not really your summer sun because the sun never gets that close to you. But if you were in Miami, let's jump forward. Watch this. It may feel like it's right over you then. Five, six. So in June, the sun is over the Tropic of Cancer, which is that inner yellow line, right? Mm-hmm. So if, you, if it comes around, if you're in Miami, the sun's directly over you. So that's the street light that's right over you. The street light that's way down the road is lower in the sky. It's farther away. That's your winter sun. So right now, and this is uh, June 10th, um, the sun, this is as close as it's going to get to you. And mm-hmm. when something's closer, like a streetlight, it's higher in the sky. Mm-hmm. Okay? The sun is sending electricity here. That's why it's cold. It's exciting the molecules that it hits, and that creates the heat. The higher up you go, the thinner the atmosphere, the colder it gets. Right? The sun, I don't even think, is hot. It's more like a Tesla coil sending energy here. And, uh, you know, plants, think about this. Plants grow in sunlight. They're sending electricity to them. You put a plant in front of a fluorescent light, it'll grow. Put it in front of a fireplace, it'll shrivel up and die. Okay? So our seasons, by the way, seasons prove the earth is flat, not that it's a globe. Um, Because you know that during our summer in the north, is the sun closer to the earth in the heliocentric model, or is it farther from the earth during our summer? During our summer, is it closer or is it farther away? Right. It's one of those according to the heliocentric model. I'm not 100% what the answer would be to that, but I know the position because of the tilt of the earth, it would appear to be shining more directly towards northern, or the, during the summertime, it's direct, pointing more directly towards the northern hemisphere due to the tilt of earth. Good, good, uh, good. <laughs> well, good, good that you know that that false belief, but now use your mind, right? Mm. They don't Mm. want you to use your mind. The sun during our northern summer, let me turn the app off for a second. Yeah. The sun during our northern summer is farther away, three and a half million miles farther away than it is during our winter. Mm -hmm. So think about this. And and it's harder for you to see this in Canada, (laughs) but um, uh, I'm in Connecticut. And, and on June 21st, June and July, I can go down to the water. And as soon as the sun appears on the horizon, I could immediately feel the heat on my face, mm-hmm. right? Ten, five, ten minutes later, I really feel the heat. And it's hot. It, it gets really hot here. So now, that's a low angle. So the ball is completely tilted away way more than the heliocentric model, than the tilt we're talking. So at sunrise, the tilt is extreme, 89 degrees, right? 89 degree tilt. 
I can feel the heat on my face. The sun is, is farther away than it is during the winter. Then on December 21st, I could wait until solar noon when the sun is 40, 50 degrees up in the sky, a much more direct angle, three and a half million miles closer. And I can't feel the heat on my face. Hmm. That blows away the, the, uh, the idea that, the, you know, that we've all been indoctrinated um, into believing. So how do, how do you find out more information on this? If you Google Flat Earth, you're going to get all propaganda. You're gonna, it's, it's so censored. Um, they, at least they're still allowing it on the Internet. But it's censored. And you'll, you'll, if you Google Flat Earth, you can Google the, like the top video, um, A Stranger's Guide to Flat Earth 21 Questions. Millions of views. Um, but you can Google it with the channel name and it won't come up. It'll, okay. it'll, it'll show you um, Simon Dan and Professor mm-hmm. Dave. You Google Flat Earth, you get Professor Dave, who's an actor, not a professor. Mm-hmm. And he, he makes straw man arguments, gaslighting arguments, and he's just a snarky little dork. Um, but here, here is right here, this question mark. You hit that. And up comes, let it load, because I just loaded the app. What about seasons? If I hit what about seasons, up comes a playlist that Google won't serve you of videos that will teach you and help you to make up your own mind. Cause that's one thing they don't want. They want us giving away our authority, you know, our, our free will to authority. Mm-hmm. You know, they, Oh, guy, guy in a bow tie told me this. Yeah. Um, they don't want you thinking for yourself. Who should you trust? You should trust yourself. Absolutely. I'm going to point towards doors today. I don't want you to, well, I kind of do, but I don't want you to walk away what uh, flat earther today i want you walking away going wow dave pointed out a lot of things i got some work to do yeah right i got I some feel work like to do. that was the big reason why i wanted to get you on here because as somebody who doesn't believe in the flat earth i've done research i've tried to understand what it is so it's nice to have this information just so i can understand yeah. your guys's perspective on things because i think that's really important um right. one question I, like, I have a, a lot of questions i want to ask you still but yeah. like one question with regards to the orientation of the sun around the globe Right. What causes the sun to, if it's directly above the globe the whole time and it's spinning around, right? It's not a globe above oh, sorry, the above, Earth plane. Uh, yeah, sorry. Right. And if it's spinning around, what is stopping it from shining all over the flat surface if there's no curvature to the globe to cause the light to not go there? Because as you said before, too, is yeah. light can go through the atmospheric pressure regardless of how much how much compression there is in the pressure. So how come the sun, when it say it's over? No, 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 I didn't say South that. America, why right. isn't it? Why can't you see it in the other side of the flat Earth? Then, if nothing good, is stopping good, the sun from good question. So, so what I'm saying is, Mount Kanagu is only 185 miles away, and the sun is able to push right. Mm-hmm. But if it goes farther away, uh, you'll lose the sun. And I'll even show you that. Let me show you that right now. So this is uh, filmed uh, facing west. The sun is setting, and I watched the sun. This is from a high altitude uh, from a drone and a super clear day. And it's below freezing because there's no humidity, super clear. And the sun went in five minutes times. It went down, down, down. Now, if the earth was spinning, it would just keep on going, but it didn't. It went down, down, down. It sat here for 10 minutes and then it did this. It didn't go down anymore. It stopped going down. And as it's moving away, its ability to throw its energy through the atmosphere disappears. And so we have this lingering local light. Watch it again. It just faded out okay this is real people go that's cgi i've proven it's real even the globers don't question it they just go it's out of focus i don't care it's going down 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 and then it just fades away okay right? it happens so 
fascinating, right? You got to admit that. So let's it's talk a, it's about. Fast, I don't necessarily believe it. I think that there was another technical glitch to explain that. Regardless, filmed though, it seven times. Filmed it seven times. Yeah, I know that's and, fine. And, that's and fine. I show I all the different things. So I'm going to show you yeah. why. Well, I, I just have a question though, because so say this is the disc, right? The flat Earth. What disc? disc? We're not a disc. Sorry, whatever. The flat Earth. The known, the, the known wall. world, the circle. It's yeah. not a wall. It's the shoreline. Go ahead. Sorry, the ice wall, the shoreline. Right. And so if the sun is spinning around the top like this, as you depict in your diagram. You think that it would be light everywhere because you yeah, watch and, the and, and flat when, earth. The, yeah. And when does it go below the horizon? It never I can does. understand if it goes around like this, but if it goes around no. like this, why isn't it constantly in the sky? Right. And why is, why is so, there a horizon? I don't understand why there's a horizon then if it's right. constantly above us then at all times. I'm going to explain that perfectly. So now if you were standing next to the, at the edge of a, a forest that had 150 foot high trees, are the tops of those trees above your eye level? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now Besides if you were. six feet below me, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, know, they're up there. Yeah, yeah. So if you moved a mile away, well, those tops of trees are going to, yeah, they're probably still above my eyes. But if you were five or 10 or 20 miles away, the tops of those trees, the tops of Mount Everest would look like it's at your eye level because everything merges into the horizon. But in the distance, no matter how far something is, how high it is, it will merge into the horizon if you can still see it. So now let's take that um, a step further. So this is how our eyes work. And if I could find this video real quick. Um, so as the sun moves away, it moves down. Why are everything again? So, oh, that's not what I wanted. Uh, where is my sun video? Give me one second. Yeah, no so, worries. As as things move away, you agree that they get lower in the sky as it rotates around the globe. Well, in my no 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 in my that well if you, it, well if we're on Narnia yes it, it does that but nothing nothing says that at all. Like here's a, a shot in Bulgaria, super clear day, and you can click. You have to believe one of two things: the sun, whatever it is, is moving away from you, going down because it's just moving away. Or you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, which is making the sun appear to go away when you don't sense any of that, okay? This is just a belief that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. See, so, and if, if the sun were to stay in that position at all times and go around the globe, I might, all right, okay, that makes it, sense. Here it, go, it, here it goes away. It goes beyond the horizon. So I, well, I just don't goes, understand it, how, that, how that stays in the sky. Right again. So the it's it's the apparent horizon because and, and like you you right. had said it yourself too that light is the only thing that can get through the atmosphere. Because no, no, no. I said that the sun's light itself, the direct light, can push farther than the reflected light off of the mountain. Right? Like if if I'm I'm standing in a room together with you, you can see me. Do you see me, or you see the light that's bouncing off of me? You see the light that's bouncing yeah, off. The light that's bouncing off. To prove that, you. turn the lights off, and now you can't, can't see, me. see me. Yeah. Okay, so the light that's about the light that's in the ceiling that's bouncing off of me is that brighter than the light that's bouncing off of me? The light yes. that's in the, the source is brighter. So the sun is the source; it's brighter. A brighter light can push farther. Okay, mm-hmm. like if I had a a really dim light at the far end of the pool, you probably couldn't see it under the mm-hmm. water. But if I got a, a million candlelight one, yeah, you're going to see it because it can push farther. So I'm mm-hmm. so so that's twice that you said that I said that the sun go forever it doesn't it only goes for whatever distance so here we go this is my flat earth kitchen we're viewing the sun's path that goes in a straight line and this could be treetops it could be mount everest it could be whatever this is the horizon 
uh, elevated off the, the counters down here, and the sun never goes below it. It could be a cloud deck, whatever it is, mm-hmm. All right? And the sun never goes below it, and it's going level. Now, I got a camera on the table at the other end looking this way towards, towards us, okay? And if I showed you this first, I'd say, is this line going down? And you'd say, yes. And I'd say, is this sun going below this opaque barrier, which is at the camera's eye level, or at least it appears to be, but it's not. It's way above it, like that forest line. Yeah, and definitely. as it goes, look at, look at that line. Yeah, is no, that, a, le- yeah. Is yeah. that yeah. a level line? So now I'm going to compare this to an actual sunset over the water. And what do we see? Here's an actual sunset. Is that the horizon or is that the horizon? But if so, hold on, hold on. Just look, just look before you talk. And then, then, then you go, this is going behind what I call the atmospheric deck of opacity. That's where the atmosphere is too thick for the sun to go through. So it's just going beyond it like that. It's not Mm -hmm. going down. It's going beyond it. And, and that's what, that's what you're seeing right there. Um, So, I do understand your analogy about how it does does it does look like it is going down in your kitchen, but I think the flaw in your analogy is that the Coke bottles are eighty percent taking up taking up about eighty percent of the space between the f- ground and the sun. When in reality, on your concept, it's um, everything on the horizon takes up maybe about one percent, if that even, of the distance between the ground level and the sun. So I don't understand in that analogy how those bottles. I will explain that because I will in explain. theory, if you're going to keep everything relative in terms of how big and scale it up properly, I would say you'd have to use something that is. And my it's, kitchen it's is a bitsy small. My in kitchen is only to like the real my, world. My kitchen is only so big, so you can do yeah. this yourself. Go out where you have you know a huge view, and on a day where there's cumulus clouds that are nice and spread out, and they're all sitting on that flat deck. And you look up at the clouds over your head, and they're clearly up high. But then I'm here in Connecticut. I can see New York City, which is about 25 miles away. And those clouds are literally merged with the water. Now, I can prove that they're not touching the water or going over the curve because I can zoom in and see everything that's in between Mm -hmm. them. Because I'm in a terrestrial point of view. Everything on my hand here is a terrestrial object. And... The whole thing merges together. I zoom in. I increase the angular size. I can see them. Clouds are really up here. This is the terrestrial view. Now, so all of those clouds merge together. And because I'm looking across them, I can no longer see the blue sky between them because cloud, 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 cloud. And they all come together. Right? Uh, so that, that just creates... Just a quick question. Are you, when, when, you t- ask a, or when you say you're zooming in... Are you yeah. changing the point at which you're looking at, or are you just magnifying? I'm magnifying. I'm increasing because, but, the size. Because, but then that which, doesn't, but that doesn't necessarily change your actual perspective from where you are. You're just increasing the resolution of what you can see. So, it's I don't exact, I, I so don't let me explain. Not, let me explain. The same thing, then. Yeah, yes, it's 100 percent the same. If I'm sitting here and 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 the clouds are merged together, I can do a slow zoom and separate them and see them or i can keep the uh, camera at the same focus you know all the way zoomed out and get on a boat or a car and go there and just watch everything open up the same it's exactly the same thing when i zoom in it's like i'm moving forward when i zoom out it's like i'm moving back these are things you can test yourself but when i not, first but learned- not if the picture that you originally taken is at point a and then you zoom in you don't miraculously move to point b you're still at point A. The angle at which you took the picture at is still the same. 
you're just magnifying the resolution from point A, but you're not actually moving to point B though, if that makes any sense. Can you see what's in my hand? No. Okay. If you zoomed in, like this is far in the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, zoomed yeah. in, you would open up the angular resolution and you'd see that I have a remote control in my hand. Okay? But you lose sight of that remote control when everything zooms together and its angular size is too small. So why can't we zoom in and see the sun? Because the sun is not a terrestrial object. The sun is a celestial object. So as the sun goes beyond, it goes beyond this cloud, we see it. It goes beyond that cloud, we see it. But this cloud is merged with the horizon and it just goes beyond it. Mm-hmm. And it goes down. And it, and it looks like it goes down. It's light can't push through now here's a simple thing you can do go in a pitch black room and get a, a flashlight or a candle and put it put the candle on the floor on a big round table whatever and you'll see that the candle just sheds a light in a small area and the rest of the room will be dark now the other side of the room you can still see that candle i agree yeah but now add atmosphere and density you can't see the candle anymore we can prove that because you know i did with the sun fade out video the sun fade out video proves it um, that you just can't see when you when you look at things going into the distance, they um, they get dimmer and the, the the throw of the sun's light. You know, like when the, when the sun rises in the morning, before it rises, you can read a book on the back side of your house, on the western side of your house. Yeah, how is that possible? What's going on there? Okay, and the answer is because the sun there's a there's a thing called daylight and sunlight, two different things. One is the direct light from the sun. The other one is like the backlight a photographer uses. Mm-hmm. The sun's electricity lights up the sky, but most of the sky is nitrogen up there, and nitrogen fluoresces blue. Fascinating, mm-hmm. right? It might be lighting up the dome, but it's like a Tesla coil. Moving it by a whole bunch of a light bulb, it'll just light up the ones that are just near it. So the sun lights up the sky for the daylight, and then the sun, direct sunlight is direct sunlight. Interesting. Um, so I, a few more, a lot of questions. This is awesome. It's so much fun. But um, how would you explain lunar eclipses? Yeah. So a lunar eclipse, they tell us, is um, the sun is is the Earth getting in between the the moon and the sun, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So there's so many things wrong with the lunar eclipse. One, when you're using a sphere to cast a shadow on another sphere, as you bring that sphere up, it doesn't come up like a perfect shape move. It comes in as an ellipse, it rounds out, and then it leaves as an ellipse. And that's not what we see. But worse than that, there's a thing, a thing called the Seleninian eclipse. And that's where the eclipse starts before the observer sees either the sun or the moon drop below the horizon. Now, if it's the earth that's causing the eclipse, then they're, um, they, one of them would have to be below your horizon. because It would have to be you know, in a straight line. But the eclipse started first. And last year, uh, we had an eclipse where it came in from the top. If this is causing the eclipse, it should come in from the bottom, right? The fact that we can see the sun and the moon above the horizon when the eclipse starts proves not what it is, it proves that it's not the Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, so, again, in the app, what about eclipses? Tons of great videos there. Bring food and water if you click that pop. Yeah, I will bring the popcorn as well, too. Yeah. So, your explanation for lunar eclipse is that if you are on a globe, you should see 
the earth go across the moon as a it starts off kind of like no. an oval shape through the no. on the moon no. or how would you explain no. the shape on the moon then i'm just you can get a i was a bit confused get, by that one more time yeah, if you, you get can. a single get a single source light and then get a, a ball a moon and get another ball the earth and 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 move the ball through the through the um you know through the the beam yeah. of light yeah. and you'll see that its curvature doesn't come in with this perfect curve that just moves and it doesn't change right now if you did it on a wall like you had a, a flat moon on the wall now, i'm not saying the moon is flat and you did it that you know with the ball um yeah you would get the curve would be the same the other problem is the moon's 100 238,000 miles away you can't cast a shadow with a sharp edge like that even a mile it doesn't work you know take a take a ball put it on the ground an inch over the ground it has a nice shadow lift it up a couple of feet the shadow's gone it just just blurs it just fades out okay mm-hmm. so the whole the whole shadow thing and then the solar eclipse even worse the, the 20 uh 2020 or 2019 whatever the last big solar eclipse we had yeah the shadow the supposed shadow of the earth of the of the moon on the sun on the earth was 70 miles wide yeah. That would mean that the moon is no bigger than 70 miles wide. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would have, it's ridiculous. Again, what about eclipses? Blow your mind mm-hmm. in there. Well, what I'll about de- eclipses? I'll definitely have yeah. to do the, yeah, I'll do some research after that as well, too, on eclipses. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, because uh, I know this was, did you ever watch the Flat Earth? I forget what it was called, the uh, Behind the Curve documentary on Netflix. So is that a documentary or is it a movie made by people that were paid? to discredit um discredit flat earth okay so let me tell you what happened there's two things in that movie that you saw one the the ring laser gyro that proved that there's a 15 degree drift um what they cut out of the movie was they took that gyro and they brought it up to a higher elevation if it was the earth spinning well it should have still been 15 degrees per hour no matter what elevation you are on the surface of the earth but it wasn't it was a different it was a different amount per hour that proves that it's not the earth spinning but they cut that part out okay and in the movie you know when they when they got the results that it was 15 degrees per hour bob goes yeah we better not let the the globers get this information cuz they'll run wild with it but they cut out the part where he said before we do the test to find out what was causing that so they literally edited it and the other part was the the, the experiment that jaron was doing with the laser so people say, well, I can level a laser. Nobody can level a laser. But we came up with an experiment. Three pieces of plywood uh, with a hole in it at the same height. And we used a canal to make sure everything was at the same height off the surface of the canal. And if we could shine the laser through, through all three, that proved that the Earth is flat. But if the Earth is curved, that middle one should be several feet. Uh, maybe it was, maybe it was a num- numerous feet yeah. higher. And then you couldn't go through. Well, here's what happened. The laser, lasers, by the way, spread out, right? And so the first we, we, we the first time we tried it, it was like a 10-foot-wide laser. We're like, that's not going to work. So we yeah. got a very expensive um, condenser. Well, the yeah. condenser melted. The laser got so hot, it melted, and broke. we broke the laser, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, well, we're here. And we're like, hey, raise the light. You know, hold the light in the hole. You see it? No, I don't see it. Now raise it up. And the guy goes, yeah, I can see it now. And Jaron goes, interesting because it was interesting but the problem is if the earth was curved he'd have to raise it up like 27 feet or something for him actually to make a difference but then they cut right there right after he said interesting 
Then he brought it down, and the guy goes, oh, I, I can see it now. Yeah. Which might prove that the Earth is flat. However, us being rational, critical thinkers, us flat earthers, and there's Globers there too, we said, this didn't prove anything. Too many variables. There was trees. It was dark. We, mm-hmm. we, the blazer broke. And we all walked away saying it proved nothing. It might have proved the Earth if you had to make a decision. It was more flat Earth. But they edited it to put in the movie. These are the same people that made hit pieces on a very famous Connecticut school that had a crazy guy that go to the school. I don't want to say it. It's just going on YouTube because they'll, they'll censor it. Mm-hmm. But um, these, these people are paid movie producers to do propaganda. So there you go. Sorry um, for the long explanation, but no. when people bring this one up, this is Love not it. a documentary. It's a movie yeah. hit piece. No, it's like I said before, this is super interesting and informative. Just kind of understand your perspective on this stuff because i've never actually had a talk or a discussion with anybody like this um and like i feel like a lot of the reasons why you do question a lot of these things and get into conspiracy theories is due to your mistrust of the government and people in power correct no yeah that's not why i got into it i was uh first looking into um what is money? I was like, money is really interesting. How does it work? Right. Yeah. Cause they never really taught me in school. Yeah. And I started researching money and I'm like, wow, money is just a control method. It's fake. It's monopoly money. And then I found out that the IRS is not even federal, right? It's not even like a government agency. It's a private bank run by a bunch of guys. And then I'm like, this is interesting. And so then, you know, that one thing leads to another. It's like, I that the problem with the human race, which isn't a problem, but it's the cause of the problem is everybody's trustworthy. I trust you, right? Yeah. You got a backwards hat on, which is ridiculous, but you know, <laughs> it's to block out the okay? sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the, I don't like the sun on the back of my neck, exactly. so, you know, or maybe, yeah. maybe my giant, my giant head you know, distracts yeah. people, or maybe it makes my headphones more comfortable. Exactly. Um, everyone uh, is, uh, I live in a world where I'll trust anybody until you burn me once. Well, mm-hmm. they've burned us many, many times. This is about control, okay? This is all about controlling your mind, controlling your ability to live your fullest life. Mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, I love how that you're very open-minded on these situations. Um, I do have a question as well, too, because I feel like you are in, involved in a few other conspiracy theories as well, too. If, like, uh, what wait, wait, other... Wait. Or not, say, conspiracy theories, but, like, uh, say random question though but like say sasquatches like do you believe in say sasquatches or kind of stories along the lines of that for instance well again in the app if you hit mm. the mud floods the paria button which shows yeah. our our lost history um i believe there was giants here not that long ago i don't believe dinosaurs existed as explained there were mm. some giant lizards but not that long ago yeah um you know they're they're um do i believe in sasquatch uh i've seen a lot of evidence saying that there are um, Sasquatchy, yeah, uh, type animals here, yeah. and uh, and I and I haven't experienced it myself, so I really I can't say either way. That's I haven't fair. experienced it myself. That's I know for myself because I have a guy I actually work with. He, me, and him have talked about flat Earth, and we've gone into other conspiracies as well too. And he himself is also into Sasquatches, and so me and him are always the ones to talk about and try and be open minded with regards to conspiracy theories or unorthodox ideas that society conforms to. Um, but to kind of go back to well, that, that, that explains why I asked you about Sasquatches, but to go back to the flat earth, um, I do have one question. Like, what do you think if you could just hypothesize and use your imagination, what do you think is either underneath 
the flat earth itself or past the ice wall as well too. So first, when you, when you look into, when you say what's underneath the flat earth, I ask you what's underneath the globe earth because they tell us that, you know, this is what's underneath, right? Mm -hmm. yep. But you know, you know how deep the deepest hole that was ever dug is? Uh, I know it was in Russia and it was deep. Seven and a half miles, just mm -hmm. under eight miles, okay? Yeah. So that's equivalent to drilling halfway through the skin of an apple, which is pretty damn thin, right? It's probably less than half, but we'll yeah, just say halfway through the skin. Surface, yeah. so, so they use ground-penetrating radar to see what they're going to hit next, and, that, and they should have gotten their money back because it was wrong every step of the way, okay? So the ground-penetrating radar was wrong every step of the way for the eight miles. But then they had an impenetrable barrier. They couldn't get through it for years and years and years. They finally closed up the hole. But somehow we know what the next 4,000 miles is, okay? And they tell us it's a molten magnetic core. Well, if you know what the Curie point is, a Curie point is when you heat a magnet, before it melts, it gets so hot, it loses its magnetism. There's no such thing as a melted, ma a melted magnet. It doesn't mm -hmm. exist, right? So what is beyond Antarctica? And the answer is we don't know because, again, it's off limits. But there's some stories. Uh, one of the books in the app and the books page is called The Iron Republic. Very interesting. It talks about um, somebody that found an opening in Antarctica and ended up out in this ocean and then came across more land. And there was people on it. And the story was those people came from here in the 1600s when there was tyranny going on. Imagine that tyranny in this yeah. beautiful world we live in. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. This is speculation. Do I believe there's more land beyond Antarctica? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do I believe that there's life out there? I don't know. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I, there very well might be. But if you called this extra territory, extra terra, if you live there, what, you, what might you be considered to somebody that lives here? An extra, an extra terrestrial. Mm. And if you came visiting us in this inner space, where did you come from? outer space, space. <laughs> an extraterrestrial from outer space right so now now you know here's a, a map that was supposedly found in japan 10 century you know from 10 centuries ago showing all of these other continents what's out there i don't know but that's the answer you know we're we're not allowed to go to antarctica there's islands all the way around there's like islands here 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 there's like eight 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 or nine different islands one of them is the Falkland Islands. Remember that? The Falkland War, right? Why are we fighting over this little island off, off, of, off of um New Zealand? And it was because these are all um, naval bases run by the Crown, and anybody that tries to get to Antarctica is stopped by force, sent home, and jailed, okay? Why are they protecting un and ice? They say that there's nothing there, right? Amelia Earhart, by the way, this is her trip. She went around. She went west or she went east. East is a circle, right? East and west are circles around the flat earth. East and west are circles around the globe earth, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody has circumnavigated south, right? Here's a little experiment you do. Here's the center of the flat earth. Here's our magnet. And this compass is pointing towards the magnet. I'm trying to push this compass west. And I have to keep turning to maintain a, we a Western heading. I have to turn. This is the same on a globe, okay? If I try to go east, right? East is here on the compass. Well, I got to keep turning. Because if I keep going straight, I'm going south. Every straight line becomes south. 
right? Yeah. So billions and billions and billions of people have circumnavigated East and West. If I try to dead wreck in West and I don't correct my course to the North, I'm heading South. And I end up in Antarctica, which is the outer lands, the outer, the outer area of our Earth. Mm-hmm. Right? If I try to go South on a globe, I should pop up over here if I go South of Africa. But no one's ever done that. Nobody has ever circumnavigated South North and popped up on the other side of the world. If I head North, I'm heading North until I pass the North Pole. And now I'm heading South. You see the compass just did a 180. Okay. So every straight line ends up hitting Antarctica. Fascinating. Um, Another question, because they keep coming to me now. They're going to keep coming. This is all. I love this. Um, how do you explain the North Star in Polaris about how it disappears once you do reach the Southern Hemisphere? Okay, you and I are in a nice big room, yeah, ten foot high ceilings, Love nothing it. in the room, yeah, and we have random recessed lights, and one of them it will say that's the North Star. Okay, yeah, yeah. slightly off, slightly off to the side. Now, expand that room to the size of a city. Okay. Right? And I say, go for a walk five miles that way. You go that way, five miles. Right? So you go five miles. You're heading towards the outside of the room. Well, within a mile, I can't see you because that floor has merged with the ceiling. Right? In a Vegas hallway in in some of those hotels, the far end of the hall, the ceiling merges with the floor. That's just in a hallway in a hotel. Right? A mile away, it's merged. You're five miles away. I can't see you. Now, if I had a super zoom camera, I could open it up and I could see you again, but I can't. And I say, unless I say, you went behind the curvature of the globe. Hold on. I'm, we're not in Narnia. We're on a, we're on a flat surface. And now yeah, so yeah. we're in this, we're in this room. It's flat. Yeah, and I yeah. say, Matt, look up. Tell me the, the stars that you see. Yeah. I can't, I can't see any of those stars. I'm like, I see the North star. Can you see? It? You're like, Nope, I can't see it. Because mm-hmm. you're too far away. And now add atmosphere in there and stuff even before it merges with the floor merges into the atmosphere. There's been many reports of observatories as far as 30 degrees south that have seen Polaris. Those observatories have been shut down since they made those reports, mm-hmm. right? That's yep. impossible. Impossible. See what I did there? And that's, uh, that's another thing. I, you know, are you familiar with the Georgia Guidestones? No, I do not know about that. So the Georgia Guidestones are this uh, crazy uh, Stonehenge-like structure that was popped up in Georgia here in the United States in 1981, I believe. And it's got, in eight different languages, Ten Commandments of the World for the New World Order, basically. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other story. But in the stones, there's this little hole right here, right? And when you look through that hole, right, it's been up for over 40 years. What do you see? You see Polaris do a time lapse, all the stars go around. How can we be corkscrewing, corkscrewing through space in four different directions at once, traveling four and a half billion miles a year in one of those directions, and Polaris never moves, right? We're corkscrewing through space like this it's in your helio nonsensical bullshit model, okay? <laughs> all right? So yeah. we're corkscrewing all these different directions. So let's talk about the speed. I told you before, at the equator, we're spinning 1,000 miles an hour. So when you watch the sunset, you're falling over backwards at 1,000 miles an hour. 
and that's mm-hmm. why the sun is appearing to go down. Okay, mm-hmm. we're orbiting. You have no idea how fast, right? Too fast, yeah, so fast. Sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Okay, sixty-six thousand miles an hour. How fast is sixty-six thousand miles an hour? Okay, let me get. You know what? I'm going to just bring it. Uh, actually, I'll just uh, let me do this. So yeah, sixty-six thousand miles an hour. We're chasing the sun at. Um, want to take a guess? No. <laughs> we're we're chasing the sun at close to a, a different estimates, but a half a million miles an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna quickly share my screen here for a second. Yeah, go for it. I know. Thank you. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to talk while I. Uh, no, no. Like I meant, like yeah, go go for it. <laughs> All right. So, oops, I got to just stop that one second. I got to share with sound. So let's take the slower speed, the 66,000 miles an hour. This is called the hypersonic sled. Okay. Now watch how fast this thing goes. Ready? Yep. All right. Let's watch it one more time. We're Beautiful. orbiting. We're orbiting the sun ten times faster than that, and mm-hmm. we're chasing the sun at a hundred times that speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the question: Who told us that? Who told us that? These are the guys at NASA told us that, right? Who are liars, right? Then we look at this. This is called nature. This is called nature. Mm-hmm. Nature doesn't lie. Nope. Use your common sense. Are we going a hundred times faster in one direction, a curved direction, by the way, and corkscrewing ten times faster than that hypersonic sled? And then we have water that does this. This is all you need to know that the heliocentric bullshit model is complete and total nonsense. Okay. Well, I think that's just because the nature itself is part of the globe. It's spinning with the globe itself. It's part of it. And then the atmosphere itself is protecting the globe from all the conditions outside. And <laughs> cool story, bro. Love it. Love it. Hey, yeah. Matt, yeah. I, I have to say that's the most, I'm going to say it, thing I've heard all week. Okay. It's yeah. just part of it. Yeah. Use your common sense, dude. Hey, that, and then, that is, and then, that is ba- nuts. Hey, hey, and then go back to you as well, too. I'm going to say the last hour I've heard the most stuff as well too okay so as give me your i appreciate give, and i, I, I appreciate it. i that. love it as well too i, I appreciate it yeah. so let's let's do this i love it give me your one your best proof that the earth is the globe what do you have that's your best proof the, of the earth being a globe <sighs> my just one best, just <laughs> well i mean besides pictures themselves oh wait, oh, wait, wait, wait hold on I know, pictures I know. yeah pictures yeah I so love pictures but... you love pictures right did, did you watch jurassic park i did actually it was a good but, movie Except this the, last, proof the that, last one was crappy, though. This is dinosaurs are real because I have a picture. Yeah. Right. I have a picture. So what what pictures are you referring to? Are you re- referring to these pictures of this planet, which is both of these by NASA, which are over two years apart, but none of the clouds change? Are you talking about this picture of Earth where the United States got twice the size somehow? OK. Are you talking about this photo of Earth that was, that was on everyone's iPhone that the creator of it, Robert Simmon, a NASA visual artist, admitted he made it in Photoshop from strips of data, and he's the lazy Photoshopper. He yeah. used the same clouds again and again. Are those the pictures that you're talking about? 
Well, I say just in general pictures themselves of the Earth. And you can go online oh, as well, too, yeah. and see live pictures from satellites. And I think just the concept of satellites being out there and us being able to have this Zoom meeting you can. online you can. with satellites you... is proof that the right. world is round because you so... have these satellites <laughs> circling the globe. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and then so gravity that's... itself shows as well, too, that the Earth is round because these yeah. satellites rotate around things. There's gyroscopes. Like, I know X... Uh, X air force pilots and people who worked on these planes and gyroscopes i worked with one this summer who was explaining how gyroscopes worked and how the curvature of the earth is needed to know they need to know that to calculate the speed of these planes the direction of their trajectory that they fire at enemies i know my buddy who is an ex-military marine they had to calculate the curvature of the globe to be able to shoot a certain distance because the bullet drops around the curvature of the globe. So it's all these things, small things that come together that create my reality, my, my perception of reality mm-hmm. that make me understand that the world is a globe and the whole universe itself is full of other planets that are spherical in shape because gravity's pulling them all together and they're all rotating. These are, these are all unsupported claims that you have zero proof of. So I let's have a lot of proof with... of it, actually. It's all online. I don't have any with myself right now. So, I, so but there's I, a I'm lot gonna, of proof I, out there as well, too, to justify my claims as well, too. Along there, with your actually, claims as well, too. There there's are... actually there's actually none. So let, let me address some of the things. More that you than say. yours. We're having. Well, I'm showing you proof so we can see too far. I'm showing yeah. you proof that um, 99% of all communications are done with undersea cables, right? The, uh, the layout of the undersea cables prove that we're not a globe because there's like nothing from Santiago to Australia. It goes all the way up into the north. Plane routes yeah, prove that's, that... That's that, how we connect the internet together. That's ethernet cables. Yeah, so are we going to, are we going to a satellite or are we connecting ver- ver- on these cables? Wi-Fi is to satellite. Wi-Fi GPS, is not to satellite. Sorry, Wi-Fi G- GPS, is... GPS, sorry, is to satellite. So, so that's another false belief. Let's, let, let's unwind that one. Um, you know who the largest consumer of helium in the world is? No idea. NASA owns all of the helium companies in the world, and they launch um, what they call satellites, which are satellites hanging from balloons. Okay, yeah. and uh, they admit that there's tens of thousands of these things up there. They can control where they go by electrostatically raising and lowering them into different wind conditions, different wind channels, and this is your satellite. Now, I don't. I'm not even claiming that GPS is used by satellites because. GPS doesn't work when you're out over open ocean. It doesn't work in the Southern Oceans. It doesn't work over the Amazon jungle. Why are there no GPS? Why are there no satellites, you know, in those areas? Okay. And the answer is because it's all done with ground-based towers and there's no towers in the middle of the Amazon. There's no towers between California and Hawaii when your plane goes into approximated mode when it's like 100 miles offshore. Okay. GPS is the ground positioning system. It used to be called Loran, but then they put a graphic overlay on it in the 80s or 90s, whatever it was. And um, that's, that's, that's the, I mean, that's provable by where you can't get GPS. And these things are crashing all over the world and they quickly scoop them up, but everybody with their cell phones are getting pictures and videos of them. And uh, these are not falling out of space. They're on balloons. Okay, I, I don't necessarily. I understand that what you're kind of bringing. I don't. I'm, I don't believe that. I'm just gonna keep it very blunt with you. You um, don't believe it. 
No. And I think as well, too, is I've been in planes as well, too, where you can on a clear day when you're on a plane, you can see the curvature of the earth. So not only do I understand have a general understanding of the concepts that make the earth round is I've been in a plane before where I've actually seen the curvature of the earth as well, too. And on top of like the whole gravity thing as well, too. Before you get into gravity, let's let's address your plane. Neil deGrasse Tyson admits that you can't see the curvature of the earth from even as high as Felix Baumgarten space jump 127,000 feet. He said the earth is too big to see the curvature from this height. Okay. You can see it right there, though. You can see yeah, yeah. how it's so, round so, at the top. That's curvature. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's called a fisheye lens. All of this land, we can tell by the lakes and the rivers, this is all New Mexico. New Mexico now covers a third or, or a quarter of the earth, okay? Yeah. This is a fisheye lens, all right? When, uh, when you look, when you go up to 100, this is 120,000 feet, flat and stationary. The sun is right here, Okay. And it's lighting up a local area of this of the Earth, right? So you can't see um, you can't see the curvature from an airplane because the way you see is the same distance, the same distance, depending on the conditions, in all different directions, which creates a flat circle. So the other thing is, if you look at the Earth curvature formula, when you're flying in an airplane, you should the the horizon that you see should be like 70 or 80,000 feet below you, right? When you're flying at like 30,000 feet, the horizon should be below you at that. um, I'm trying to find a graphic for you just so you can see it. Here we go. So at 39,000 feet, the horizon should be 242 miles away on the ground. And on the ground, if you're at 39,000 feet, it should be 242 miles away. The drop would be another 39,000 feet. So in an airplane, the horizon that you see should be 78,000 feet below you. But in an airplane, you can look out the left window. You can look out the right window, see the horizon, and draw a line. And it's going to go right across your eyes. They're both at the same level. It should be 78,000 feet below you. Okay? But you think you see a curve because, because of the way your eyes work. When you look forward, you see the same you see the same distance in all directions, okay? So this is looking at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. You see the same distance before the atmosphere um, pushes, pushes together, right? So here you are standing. You see the same distance in all directions, whether you're on an airplane or whatever, and this is the same distance as this. But if you draw a straight line, you're going to say that's the curve of the earth. No, that's just the limit of your eyes. That's the limit of your eyesight across the earth plane. Right. Go onto a big football field, put a football on the 10 yard line, go to the opposite end zone, lay down and put your head on the ground and look at that football. And that football will be sitting right on your horizon. Then stand up. And you can see the rest of the field all the way into the end zone. Okay, now that proves that your that your football field is a globe, according to you. But that just shows you that you increased your angle, increase the angular size you can now see the, the land beyond the football. But when you're laying down, that football is going to be laying on the horizon. Even some of the bottom of the football will be missing because of some of the grass blades ahead of it will create a false horizon. But when you stand up, you can see the last 10 yards into the end zone and into the, into the clubhouse. Cool. Um, okay, well, actually, another question that's kind of popped in my head. Because you were saying because 
the angle at which you can't see the sun correct is that why there's the horizon i forget exactly but say if i forget exactly how you explained it so pardon me if i said that wrong i probably did but when you're in a plane however many feet above the glow or the flat earth how can you not see the sun then that's on the other side of the flat earth if you're so high above how come you aren't able to see the sun how come it's still below the horizon when well the earth is below you and the sun's above you how how does something below you affect your field of view when you're above it well it, it's the much same you, you can see the sun much farther like when i had my drone up watching that sun fade out my friends were at the beach and they saw they saw the um sun set from the bottom up 10 minutes earlier but somehow i could still see it and if i was in an airplane i could see even farther but the height of an airplane and the distance that the sun is it still merges into that cloud deck into that atmospheric deck even if you're above the clouds it merges into the atmospheric deck but um there has been many flights like there's a flight from california to germany and the the whole time the sun never set and we 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 tracked it someone did a time lapse and we could see all the cities and stuff but the sun never set and then it made it all the way to germany so i think california north all the way across over to germany and the sun just went around and it never set so your claim that you can't see the sun, I'm saying you can. Okay? You can. I'm saying you can't, though, because I've been on a plane. You can. I, I've no, no, so, but it, no, 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 no. This, this, no. this is my conclusion. So this is the flat earth, right? Correct? If yeah. you're up here, yeah. right? Much closer. I'm, much closer. Much closer, yeah. And now, I mean, it's an example like you do in your kitchen where it's just like the scale yeah. of everything is a bit off. But So the ground's at my lap right now. I'm right here. Right. And the sun's up here. How yeah. does the ground block my field of view from something that's up here? Right. So, so, so. The angle doesn't work there. That's, that's it, do, it actually, it physics. actually like, does work. It actually does work. Dimension where the laws of physics are so, different now. So, or? No, no. So think about this. A, uh, a truck at the end of your street, like on long street, and you have a truck, uh, a regular Mack truck, but it's a uh, half a mile down the road. That truck, the top of the truck is going to look like it's at your eye level, but you know it's higher, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're standing under a streetlight, which is above you, um, 25 feet above you, whatever it is, okay? And you're watching those streetlights go down, and the streetlights that go beyond that truck, eventually, that light will be blocked by the truck. Because here's the truck. Because the truck's here's above the, my eye level. The Not truck's above it. your eye level, but Not it looks it. like – No, Not but it looks – it looks like it's at your eye level. But, okay? but there's no truck, so, though, when you're in a plane. There's only the ground. There's the ground. No, no, no. The plane, I, uh, the, plane. the truck that, that, and I am not the same level. The truck's above me, so that's why it blocks my level because it's in my That's field. right. Right, right. And so the, but the atmos- ground's below me, so it doesn't. The atmospheric deck of opacity blocks the sun. I showed you that with an actual sunset. You, you didn't comprehend it. It's fine. And you can't. It, it literally becomes opaque. But as I showed you in this video, the sun is staying up way, way, way too long. Now, if I was flying the other way, the sun would disappear. The other thing is, even if the sun is visual, you can't see it because its light doesn't even make it to your eyes. It'll stop even though nothing's blocking it. There is somebody, and we're trying to find the video, a guy that um, um, had balloons up or, or had a special camera that can see a different wavelength of the sun. And when the sun is nowhere to be seen, he can put on this infrared filter, whatever it was, and there's the sun again. So the light that we see can't go forever. It only goes a certain distance. So these are things that they don't teach you in school. 
These are things that are blocking you from seeing the, the plain reality in front of you. And I'm giving you the tools today, which is, and we've gone way over the half hour. Right? I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the thing. I was ignorant to all of this. Mm-hmm. And so were you before we talked. Now you have the opportunity to look into it farther for yourself. And here's the thing. What's my name? Flat Earth Dave. All right. So my first name is Dave. Dave. Yeah. Do you know that my first name is Dave? That's, that is how you would like to be um, known Is my as. first name Dave? Yes or no? I do not have your birth certificate, but that's how okay, you, so that's, you, that's, so that's you what, believe. That's the name you go by, though, yes. You believe my first name's Dave, okay? Yes, and I have no reason to not believe you. Right. Okay. Belief takes no effort. Yeah. It's just a thing. Like, you know what? I've got a um, $100 bill in my pocket. Okay, you believe me. I don't have a $100 bill in my pocket, so that's a false belief. Okay. Yeah. Right. So knowing takes time, energy, thought, energy, critical thought, time. Right. And most people are like, I don't have, I don't have time for that. I, I gotta, I gotta go you know, play a video game or drink a beer or, yeah. or something, or you know, I gotta go to work, yeah. right. Work for fake money. Right. So I'm giving you the tools and this is the tool, the app. It's $3. I'm not, I'm, you know, trust me. It's not about the money. It's about t- training people. If you want to learn about flat earth, the app will show you what you need to know. You can spend 500 hours searching the internet. You're going to get so much crap. You're going to just give up. And, uh, and what you can find in an hour on the app will be like, all right, you know, like every question you have is answered in that FAQ section on the app. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is I am offering three Bitcoins. You follow crypto, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe. But what you have to do is yeah, every day on the app, there's a featured video right on the home screen there. Yeah. Tap that video, watch it every day for two weeks. And then if you have one proof of the globe, send it to me and you win three Bitcoins. Absolutely. I love that. What would be constitute as proof of the globe? Like a picture, a video? No, just, actually... uh, just, just, just verify the curvature. Verify, you know, that, uh, that we can have a vacuum of space next to uh, a pressurized atmosphere, which breaks every law of thermodynamics. Just prove axial rotation, spin, um, Anything, just any proof at all. But and when you before you said, well, we I've got pictures. There's thousands of them. No, there's not. NASA admits they don't have any photos of Earth. Okay, what about like the Japanese government? I know they have satellites up there that do give you yeah. real time information and pictures about the Earth. And up yeah, so you're talking about the Himawari Eight satellite, and we found a. It's all run by NASA. And we found a backdoor, an open server. Maybe somebody tipped us off, uh, an insider, um, that shows, and it has thousands and thousands of folders um, of all of the images. And what they do is they have a model of the Earth, a physical model of the Earth, right? The blue marble model of the Earth. um, or or, Actually, no, I'm sorry. They have just the blue model flat map. They have, they wrap it around a, in Photoshop, around a globe. And then they have real-time weather data every 15 minutes that they put on the globe. And then they put the, the day-night Terminator on there. And we found this server. We have it all in the app under What About Satellites. Look up Himawari 8, and you will see that the Himawari 8 is provenly, not, not, a, not a, uh, a conspiracy theory, provenly a lie. Proven. Interesting. No, and that's added to the list of things that I shall need to research. Proven a lie. Yeah. Proven. I love it. Awesome. Well, I enjoyed every second of this, David, even if we do have very contradicting 
beliefs. This has been awesome. Well, and no, no, you have a belief. Kind of I have a knowing. And, and I'm yeah. not claiming, I'm not claiming I know the, what's yeah. underneath the earth or what's beyond Antarctica or what's yeah. above our head or who made this place or why it's here. You know, I, I know that it's all about controlling our minds. And if they have mm-hmm. us believe, believing that we live on a spinning ball lost in space, then they're hiding the creator. They're hiding our true potential. They're hiding um, the fact that we are free and that nobody has authority over us. They're using it to control our minds because if you're spinning out of control, lost in space, how are you going to make a proper decision about anything? Yeah. And that's valid. I think, and you made a very good point. I think that everybody should get the facts or understand all the facts that go into a situation and come to a conclusion on their own. And I definitely agree with that statement. I think that's both things we can agree on with that, I think. And, and just, so, just so you know, people like, oh, you know, flat earth. Let me just show you in the app, if I hit that little handshake yeah. button, these are the other flat earthers just near me. Look at all those dots. Okay. These are community. other, these are other flat earthers. How many people do you think are part of the flat earth community? If you had to estimate. Well, the way I look at it is my app. Um, I'd say about one, I'm still a, like less than a quarter of uh, less than 25% of the people that have my app have even realized there's a friend finder on it or haven't upgraded. So there's only 25% of the people. There's 30,881 people at the time of this that have registered on here. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, times that times four is a four or five is the number of people that have the app. And then I think that my app is in the hands of less than 1% of the flat earthers on the world. So we're talking, you know, 120,000 people times a hundred. That's what is that? I, I mean, one point or 12, 12 million, million 12 million. million. I, or 120 million, whatever it is. I, I think it's hard to say, but they're everywhere. They're growing. And here's the thing. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. That's you can't valid. unsee it. That's valid. So, All right. Do you have any last thoughts or anything you want to say before we wrap yeah. this up? Anybody that uh, sees this, if you, have a, if you know of a podcast, if you have a show, any show with any audience that thinks the earth is a globe, that's maybe even never discussed Flat Earth, get me on that show. Go to flatearthdave.com. There's a booking link where you send some information over and then we work out the booking details. FlatEarthDave.com, links to the app are there, links to all sorts of videos. And you don't have to get the app. Just go to the app store and read the reviews. That's all you got to do. Read the reviews and you'll become a flat earther. (laughs) And you'll lose lose the respect of your family and friends also. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I loved every second of this. We definitely need to do this again. Um, While you did not give me enough evidence to change my mind, I am very interested even more so on the whole flat earth and i do want to dive deeper into the whole all the facts that you or all the potential facts that you had brought forward there and ask, i understand ask, your situation a bit better now but at the end of the day Sa- though sorry what you say i was gonna say ask sasha baron cohen he knows he, he knows the earth is flat <laughs> he knows he yeah, does that, that he's a like flat earther Kyrie irving Kyrie Irving is a flat earther, yeah, not a dumb earther. guy. Right? <laughs> not a dumb guy at all, no. Right. I, yeah. I feel like that. I feel you guys do have a misconception at times, though. But anyways, this was awesome. Um, I respect your viewpoint on everything about this, but hopefully we can do Matt, this are you, are you, All right, man. Thanks. Right. Ciao, amigo. See ya. Bye. Adios.
Told you it was a gooder. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Off the Dome. I hope you guys did enjoy this as much as I ma- enjoyed making this. Um, one thing I do ask for you is if you guys did enjoy this podcast, please like and share it on your social media. Tell your friends. It would really mean a lot. It would help me out as well, too. Um, so I'd greatly appreciate if you guys could do that for me. Um, stay tuned, though. we got some new bangers coming up here on podcast. Got a few guests lined up. One that I will announce for next week, Mr. Brian Breezy Gregg, the mayoral candidate from the YAG, or better known as Edmonton region, in the 2021 mayoral election that we just had where Amarjeet Sohi took that big old dub. But anyways, you guys, stay tuned for that podcast next week. It will be released. The release date for when that podcast is coming out will be released. A lot of releases. Um, very shortly so stay tuned for that though but anyways you guys much love to you peace and love